This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. There's no pressure. You know, obviously, you know, we, we, we work to put ourselves in this position to, to be in the Super Bowl. Um, it's just a plus to have opportunity to be playing in our own stadium at home. Um, you know, so it, it definitely would mean, you know, a little bit more to have opportunity to win a Super Bowl at home. So, um, you know, obviously that's the that's the goal. That's what you work for. This is what we've been working for. So uh, we're in a great position now. We just got to finish it off, find a way to um, play four quarters. I'm um, trying to come out victorious. So um, we do that. We'll be happy and we'll, you know, get to enjoy this moment. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks is with you on our final football Friday of the season. It feels so weird to say it, but here we are, Super Bowl Sunday, a couple days away. The voice there of Aaron Donald is the Rams trying to capture a Super Bowl on Sunday in their home stadium. So we'll get to a ton of Super Bowl today. About 20 minutes from now, we'll have Simon Hunter of the Action Network. Ed Egros, our guy out in L.A., will join us later in the show to go over all things Super Bowl 56, our contest picks, our props, everything for the game. NFL Awards last night, guys, a wild night in the NBA. James Harden is a sixer. There's a lot to unpack here this morning. Joe, how you doing? Okay, we don't, we don't hear, can't hear Joe. That's all right. Well, well Aaron, how you doing this I'll morning? I'll tell you how you. I'm doing. How great is it when you realize you had Joe Burrow comeback player of the year plus 700? I didn't even realize I had that. Found it in uh, another sports book that I don't use much. So I was, I woke up happy because we were, we were even wondering, will Burrow get it? Will Dak get it? So whew, it would have been worse because I, I was making fun of myself yesterday, all these futures I had and only one hit. Went like one for 20. You know what? One's better than none. So, yes, <laughs> there's Joe. Joe's back. We get the awards yeah. last night. Um, we can go over the voting. Interesting numbers at some of them. Burrow does top Dak Prescott. That was probably – that was one of the ones yesterday we were like, mm, we'll see where that goes. We're not sure. Um, I forget what our debate was, Joe. I think you turned out to be on the right side of it. It was a pretty wide gap, a, a really wide gap between Jamar Chase and Mac Jones. And Mac Jones got a couple votes, but, but Jamar Chase ran away with that thing. Um it was it wasn't close yeah what what is with these hipsters like uh i'm so cool i'm gonna use my vote for an offensive lineman creed humphrey gets two rayshon slater gets one <laughs> shut up it's, like you're not cool you song. don't know more about football than everybody else it's the song I we get played it. remember our buddy yeah. alex gold and they did that song out in kansas city i'm creed trying to humphrey. forget it yes no, yeah, yeah i, I, know. Forgot I do it. remember uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting votes. Yeah. yeah. No. Really, seriously, Creed Humphrey is better than Jamar Chase this year, right? Uh, Rayshon Slater, same thing. How did how did that work out for his team? Oh wait. Yeah, they weren't even participating in the postseason. I mean, just <laughs> get out of here, dude. Uh, one unanimous pick, like we thought, with uh, with Micah Parsons. And did we guess kind of right on the MVP? 
that we knew would be Rodgers, but you know, it wasn't going to be anywhere near unanimous. No. It didn't hit that 40 mark, uh, but it was a significant victory for him. Uh, but right, the, the comeback, we were right that it was um, it was the closest race, 28 to 21, first place votes. And then one loser, Derwin James. Okay, thanks, dude. Thanks for your, your wasted vote. <laughs> the, the one that surprised me the most, when we went over it, we like most people, I think yesterday you could have called all of these, and we did call all of them. Yeah. But the winning margin that surprised me the most was coach of the year. We picked Vrabel. We said bet on Vrabel when he was four to one in the last month of the season. But I did not right. think he was going to get 36 out of 50 first place votes. LaFleur had only eight. Bisaccia got three. Good old Zach Taylor in the Super Bowl. Biggest surprise of the season. Projected as last place in the division. They win the division at 25 to one. He got two first place votes. Two out of 50 only. Basaccia. I didn't think of that one. That that would have been a good one. Wish nah, you would have uh, would have been bad. I think um. the way Joe, the way you thought of the uh, the the hipsters that are picking Creed Humphrey over Jamar Chase or whatever, yeah, that's my view on Basaccia over Zach Taylor and Bill Belichick. I mean, please stop it, okay? Like I understand that now. Did he do a good job keeping that ship together? Because there was a lot he of drama did. there. He did, but they, his team got outscored this season. Okay, Bill Belichick doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a head coaching job. Right. I mean, that, that kind of gives you a glimpse into like what people think actually about Rick, Rick Bisacci as a coach. He's no, he does have a job. He's the special teams coordinator of the Packers. Um, no, he he's a good a coach. Job. He's a good special teams yeah. coordinator. Yeah, right. But, and people like him. Yeah. And it's wonderful. But like coach of the year. I mean, you actually wrote that down and submitted it when Mike Rabel like, got a number one seed without, you know, without Derek Henry. Matt LaFleur won 13 games again. Zach Taylor took a team that. Had six and a half win totals of the playoffs. Bill Belichick went back to the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. What are we doing here with Rick, Rick Bisaccia? I mean, there's a lot of what are we doing? How does how does Watts tie the Strahan record and 10 people didn't vote for him? I know. How does that happen? I don't know. Is this worse than the, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voting when you start to break it down? Well, it, it certainly allows you to, to, to like get frustrated with it. Uh, but I think the right yeah. winners won. I, I did you have a problem with any of the winners? I didn't. I feel like they all were. What about right. Rodgers? A lot of people feel like Brady should have won that. I'm okay yeah, me with too. It. Yeah, well, you had the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was the right decision. If I'm pushing uh, my emotions to the side there for a moment, I have no issue with it. Now he's got four back to back. All right, he's not going to win it next year, okay? He's not. There's no way, right? Three in a row? And that will be five for his career? Ty Payton? And yeah. do we do we? Uh, what do you think of the Peyton thing? Is didn't he have a co MVP with Steve McNair? Would five full MVPs beat out four and a half MVPs or whatever the heck we call that? Yeah, man. Yeah, McNair. That was. He could get five in his career for yeah, tires. Definitely sure. one more. That wouldn't surprise anybody. I think he's and got then, one more in him. And, and the big story here is just it's so ridiculous. Predictably, every Bears fan's upset because Devin Hester didn't get into the Hall of Fame. Right. I don't think there were any big surprises. I'm fine with Hester not getting in, certainly on the first time. I think he probably will eventually because the way he changed the game, they literally changed the rules for him. But yeah, the other first timers, Demarcus Ware, Andre Johnson not getting in. Uh, I don't I don't think any shockers there. 
I don't either. So it was Baselli, Leroy Butler, Sam Mills, and that's that's kind of been a long time coming. Um, yeah. Dick Vermeil and who else? Who else? Seymour and Bryant Young, right? That was the the group. Yeah, yeah. Bryant Young was a great player. I mean, the uh, pro football is so hard. You got to wait a while. There's so many players. There's only so many people to get in once. So I'm sure the Hester will have his day. I think he'll he'll make the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. The other big thing yesterday than the NFL awards and and the Hall of Fame. Is a trade deadline, and we went right up to, to, to the <laughs> deadline. Kind of, I think it was like an hour and a half after we got off the air that the the Harden deal went down. I, I'm shocked at how little the Sixers gave up to land James Harden. I mean, really, it was Ben Simmons, uh, Seth Curry, who's a good player, Andre Drummond, who's a backup center, a pair of number one picks. But you know, when there's good teams and number one picks, you don't really worry about that. And James Harden is a Sixer. It's it's fascinating that this happened, and the Nets. I guess they felt he was going to just quit. And they were like, all right, we got to get out now. Did you? Okay. So during our conversation yesterday, it was, you drew the line at Maxi, And some right. agree. Some Sixers fans agreed with you. Some did not. But you didn't have to give Maxi. You didn't have to or give Tobias one. Harris. You you gave up like next to nothing to just add James Harden to the roster. And Kevin Durant, not a big fan of him. That was clear uh, last night when he was on TNT, <laughs> which was quite amusing there. Everyone but, got what they wanted, Kevin Durant said last night. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, amazing. It refused to take him. The It was fascinating to open up your favorite sports betting app and just watch the movement. Those with the guts to keep, the, keep it alive and just make their moves based on the bets, some of the sharp bettors that were coming in on this. And the opinions out there, there are some books that have looked at it and said, okay, let's just bunch all these teams together at the top mm -hmm. of the East. I saw one that has a three-way favorite. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So it's not wow. co-favorite. It's something I've never seen before. It's plus 300 on three different teams. And then Miami's right there at plus 350 to win the East. And some have it staggered a little bit. You go Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Miami. Nobody's talking about the Bucks right now. Uh, yesterday, in the immediate overreaction, oh, what a great conference finals this would be. Give me Philadelphia and Brooklyn. Um, Hello, are you paying attention to Giannis? Or when the Heat get extremely healthy? Bulls, I don't even know that you're the fifth best team in the East anymore. I think there's a strong case to say that they are even further down. Uh, Boston got a lot better defensively, so that so that's worth noting. And then there's still Cleveland hanging hanging out. People expect there to be some uh, negative regression. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that that's going to happen. The East is leaps and bounds better than the West right now. Yeah, I mean, it's four four or five deep. I mean, the Bulls have had a great season. They're fifth in the, in the odds right now in the East. I mean, you can't go five deep in the West. I mean, you go three, four maybe, right? You end it kind of the Utah area and then just like, ah, whatever after that. Uh, FanDuel has it as Brooklyn still the favorite, plus 210. Philadelphia plus 240. Bucks plus 290. Aaron, what do you think? Are the Sixers the favorite for you with Harden and Embiid? Or is it still uh, I think I like the Bucks. Fox, I, I don't know about the Nets. Ooh, that scares me. But I, if I was going to bet it, I'd go Bucks right now. 
Um, I do. You know, I do have that Cavs future. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that price <laughs> is is anybody surprised that Brooklyn is still the favorite across the board? I am. Um, now I do think when healthy, they still have the best player. I think Durant at his very best. You, you, it's hard not to take Kevin Durant, um, but he's not healthy right now. And and it's I, hard to count on him being healthy. Right. Doesn't it seem there, like we see this a lot in the postseason with him? Yeah, it's been years now. He's, he's after, after the Achilles popped, he has not been fully himself. Um, Kyrie Irving's still a part-time player. I mean, like, the, the Nets have to stole the most boomer bust, don't they? Like, if, if Durant comes back healthy, if, if they change the mandate in New York City and Irving is a full-time player, and yeah. in theory – Ben Simmons fits. He's now the third banana. Facilitate, rebound, play defense. Don't worry about your offense. Like in theory, it works, but the ball's are they going to get it, it together? Yeah, and they don't have a lot of time. But I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. I mean, we you said it might go down as one of the biggest big three failures earlier this week, and now they've got all these new pieces. How long is it going to take for them to to gel and start clicking and start rolling? Maybe they get it together and this is it, but it's also a gamble. Well, Je- Jeff Sherman at the Superbook yesterday, they reposted the odds immediately and they moved the Nets down to 10 to 1 at the time. Wow. 10 to 1. So you had Golden State and Phoenix, 9 to 2 as a fi- as co favorites, Milwaukee, Philly, 6 to 1, and then Brooklyn, 5th at 10 to 1. And people bet them down. They bet it down. Uh, he reposted it at 8 and then down to 7. But it was uh, intriguing there because that that was opinion. That was pure opinion. Not buying in, uh, not buying into Simmons, right? Or they got some good value if you betted it ten to one yesterday, and they do end up maybe. making some noise. Yeah, maybe that's the best number you're ever going to get. Yeah, and now we'll see the buyout market and how these teams fill out their rosters. The, the trade deadline is obviously over. Um, I just need a Sixers Nets playoff series. That would be so much oh. fun. Ben Simmons back in Philadelphia, Harden back in Brooklyn. It'd be great. The Eastern Conference semis are going to be awesome. Yes. They're going to be fantastic. It might might be better than whatever we get in the West. I mean, Golden State, Phoenix, that would be different. That would be great. But, man, when we get down to the conference semis, every game is going to be must-watch in the NBA now. And we we talked a little bit about it yesterday, but with with the Harden trade going down, even though he didn't change conferences – it just made everybody so deeper. Now we have more true championship contenders that cannot be denied. I do think this likely hurts Joel Embiid's MVP case. Going to see less 40-point games out of Joel Embiid. Yeah. There's a guy yeah. next to him that could put 30 any any night. I think that's going to knock his numbers down a little bit. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. it's better for the Sixers, really, which that's what they care about. But if you have an MV, Embiid MVP ticket, I think that could be uh, impacted. Our one last Giannis. thing, we got a lot of – Giannis. 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 Yes, He's the I know. guy. Yep. He's just so consistent, and that team will continue to roll. Um, last thing, but then we'll get to a ton of uh, Super Bowl here this morning. Perdon't crushed <laughs> last night. I mean, they weren't even close. 82-58. They go down to Michigan. Outscored 44-29 to in the second half of that game last night. Perdon't. Get out of here. How many times do we have to say that this year? Yes. So just, just 
a clue in on the tournament, it's going to be great. So is it going to be one of those tournaments where we, we see these top teams going down in the first week, which is exciting at the time. And then when you get to the elite eight final four, you're like, Oh yeah, all the good teams are out. Already. Right. The, the teams that we thought, but that list is so deep. Everybody's talking about it. 10, 12 teams, uh, maybe even more than that could legitimately win the championship this year. So uh, March Madness is going to be terrific. And that's where a lot of the focus is going to turn in a matter of days. It is. But for the rest of this morning and the rest of the weekend, our focus is going to turn to Super Bowl 56. All right, coming up on the other side, we're going to have Simon Hunter of the Action Network joining us. We got to go over props. We got to go over the game itself. Which side does Simon like, the Bengals or the Rams? And maybe an, even an MVP pick from Simon Hunter. We got to dive into all things Super Bowl 56. That is next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented as always by Fan Dual Sportsbook. The Giving Props Contest at BetQL is giving away $2,000 each week during the playoffs, plus a grand prize drawing of $10,000. Sign up for free at BetQL.com props.